What's up? It's your boy Remus, and welcome to the Champ Set Podcast, the podcast for champions. What's going on? It's your boy Remus, and listen, I'm the doubt killer, belief filler, the one that's going to convince you that you're a winner. On these streets, they call me the maker of masters, the crafter of champions, the weaver of wires. Why? Because give me a little time and I'll add champ set to your mind. We're a gang, we're an army, we're a group, we're a squad of ambitious fighters and athletes. And we do everything to get the win because to us, allowing a loss is a sin. This is the home for ambition and champions in training. This is the Champ Set Podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the fight that happened on the weekend um, between Pacquiao and Keith Thurman. If you don't already know, Keith Thurman um, was defeated by Pacquiao via split decision, which most people thought it was a most people thought it was a unanimous decision. But you know, regardless, Pacquiao got the win, and we're going to talk about what you can learn from that fight. Quickly go over the fight. Um, and yeah, we haven't done a podcast in quite some time because I've been busy doing other stuff like uh, the Art of Champions episodes and also a bit of filming for the vlog. We got an exciting one coming up, you know, make sure you watch that. But going over the fight, right? If you haven't watched the highlights, you can actually go into my Instagram. I got the full highlight video there because they didn't let me put it up on YouTube or I'm, I'm kind of getting a few restrictions on the restrictions on youtube which is annoying but you can just go on instagram to watch the full fight highlight right but in that fight you know of course before the fight Furman was talking a lot he was trash talking pacquiao a lot trying to get under his skin and most fighters don't really do that because they know that pacquiao is not that type of person like they know he's not that type of person to get in a verbal exchange show, it's hard to, hard to kind of ignite it. Even Floyd Mayweather, he didn't even really trash talk Pacquiao. Not not really at one point, like during the actual fight, like leading up to the fight, I mean. But, you know, Furman was busy doing that. And Pacquiao said, look, it just gives me more motivation. Just gives me more motivation to try and take this guy out. So in the first round, of course, Pacquiao knocked him down. Um, It actually reminded me a lot, that fight, Reminded me a lot of the Miguel Cotto fight because it was the same combination that put him down. I think the same combi- combination thrones, um, off of the ropes and stuff. Even at some points when Furman was backing him up, it was just how Cotto tried to do it. And Pacquiao was smashing his gloves, saying, "Come on, come on, I want, I want some more, right?" And the thing about Pacquiao, when I was watching, I was thinking, "This guy's crazy. This guy's mental." You know, he actually loves this stuff, and. You know, throughout the whole contest, he kept up his work rate, was more busy, or landed way more combinations, was good with his counter punches. He didn't let the play go away, as they say, because every time, even both of them, to be honest, but when Thurman was throwing punches, Pacquiao would quickly come back, even even to just at least land one or two, just to keep the momentum at least not going to Thurman. If it couldn't be in Pacquiao's favour, he at least wanted to stop Thurman from having the, the momentum, you know what I'm saying? And that's a that's something that champions do. They control a lot, but they dictate. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the tempo or the direction isn't going to be totally given up to the other guy because that's when you really are mentally defeated or mentally outclassed. But anyway, I was thinking to myself, Pacquiao loves violence. This guy loves the actual violent aspect 
of of the sport and i don't think it's because he likes the violence and that he's a hurtful person he likes the it's like i can tell what he feels he feels oh this is a challenge this this turns me on like he likes he likes when you try to hurt him and then he has to come through that and prove that now you can't do it you can't touch him that's what he likes he likes the challenge of are you gonna try to stick it on him nah nah that can't stop me so i would say like say someone like Floyd Mayweather, I would say he doesn't really care as much about the process because when he's fighting, he's results oriented. He don't care too much about exciting the fans and all of that stuff. He just he just wants to make sure he gets that win. And Pacquiao, I'm sure, wants to win as well. But he's he's got a more um, competitive edge in a different way, where it's like he actually enjoys the challenge of oh, you're trying to win. Like he will even smash his gloves together let you kind of touch him a bit and go, nah, tap, tap, tap. I'm coming for you. And that's what Pacquiao loves. So I would say more so than being results orientated, he's process orientated, which is two different dynamics that I talk about in the customer domain. And I think a little bit in uh, the books, automatic ambition as well, but mainly I think more in the customer domain. If you want to read up more uh, about internalizing that character for yourself, but Pacquiao loves the process. And that's one reason why he's always in shape. Even at the age of um, going into his 40s, he's still this guy that's like tremendously fit. He said before the fight, if you don't train hard in in the gym, your opponent's going to make you work hard. So you can't escape it. That's another thing to take from it. If, if, if you don't work hard at some point before the fight, you will work hard when the fight comes. And again we gotta highlight the fact that he is the oldest welterweight champion in history now which is another extraordinary feat you know kind of puts you in the same um breath as you know uh, bernard hopkins and george foreman who have similar similar uh similar achievements but going back before the fight thurman was trying to get into pacquiao's head a lot and maybe just trying to market the fight like, uh, you know, saying, I'm going to punch your senator in his face. You have T-Rex arms. You can't do this. You can't do that. I just can't see how you can touch me. I'm going to beat you up in a way that was almost distasteful. Not that you, you guys know me. I don't really care, to be honest. But um, it was interesting to me that Pacquiao kind of accepts that that just isn't his lane. Like, he's just not a trash talker. So he doesn't even try. And I think for, for, for some guys, it can actually allow them to get, feel like they're getting bullied you know what i'm saying even especially when they try back but when they uh, or you can tell they want to but i don't think pacquiao even has a desire to even try trash talk you so it's hard to get into it but Furman still did it but it was almost like he was speaking to a blank wall some fighters allow the trash talk but they don't say anything back and you can see they want to that's wrong because there's still going to be some energy that's repressed that when you get into the ring you're not going to think properly but i genuinely think Pacquiao does not care I actually think he does not like he just knows hey that's just not me and truly he's comfortable with that so he can focus on what he's doing I think if you stay in your lane you're able to be more confident you're always you like if you want one of the keys to extreme confidence is just be yourself but more than that to be yourself like that's very bland and very general but to do that you have to understand your strengths and also understand what your weaknesses is and just maximize your strengths and try to minimize your weaknesses or just try to, um, what's the word? 
like say if you do lose something like you know you're gonna lose in one aspect just try to minimize it and try to account for it in another way try to put a a precautionary defensive measure in place that goes for in in the ring and out of the ring but for example Pacquiao he knows he can't really trash talk that much he just goes all right, cool. He can do what he want to do. I won't even engage in that too much because when I'm in the ring, that's when my energy comes out. That's where he's going to maximize his strength. And you can see it. Like before he said, oh, it only just pumps me up. But he's not getting drawn into it in a way where he's going to start losing and stuff. And then it's going to um, get him out of his game plan. And then an- another aspect I would say is with Keith Thurman, he fought tremendously to me in terms of like he never... He never really looked like he ever gave up. And there were some points where it was like, oof, ah, oh, that body shot he took, ah, oh, that really hurts and stuff. But he never looked like he just totally was, I mean, he was outclassed, but he wasn't totally outclassed. Like, to, like, like you can tell by watching him that he's a great fighter. Do you get what I'm saying? He never at, at, at one point looked like he was just going to, okay, you're just going to have it now, Pacquiao. He was always trying and he couldn't, he 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 just couldn't grab a hold and get a dominant foot going into the ring. But I would say one thing that I don't get why fighters do this is they underestimate their opponents because they just think about what they have. So when you look at what Thurman was saying before the fight, what did he say? He said, well, Pacquiao can't do this and I can do this. But some points he did say, well, Pacquiao's, you know, he is a legend, blah, blah, blah. He does do this well, blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like that stuff is more meaningful to you, more valuable to you than what your strengths are because you already know your strengths. I think people, and I, th- I think I'm going to be the first person to like really, really, really push this, is that you need to accept the fact that your opponent, he does have strengths. Don't just keep going on about his weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? You have to find a way to stop his his strengths and make sure that his strengths um, don't capitalize on your weaknesses fighters rarely ever to i mean of course maybe they won't do it on tv but they don't seem to just want to accept you have weaknesses listen to what i'm saying don't care who you are every fighter has weaknesses because in habits there are ingrained weaknesses just by the fact that you're going to do something is automatically a weakness if you watch my breakdowns you see of the art of boxing series you'll notice this a lot of the time 99 of the time actually the same strengths are actually actually in the weaknesses that I do. Like, do you catch that? The same skills that, I, like the same things that I say are, are the skills of a fighter are the very same things that I say are the weaknesses of the fighter. So you're going to have to accept that you have weaknesses. Try to study and minimize your weaknesses and, and, and then look at what your uh, opponent does well rather than just looking at what he does bad because you can't go in the ring against Pacquiao it's like it's so boring now like every damn fight they're gonna say oh yeah he was just faster than, than I expected oh yeah those flurry of punches came I was like like you know he's gonna do that like you know he's gonna do that you know Pacquiao you know what he's gonna do and it's like I, I guess it's just a case of people thinking to, to themselves uh well um like it's just easier to look at it from the outside as opposed to when you're actually in there. But you like 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 it's, it's time now. Stop stop being surprised by what your opponent can do and start like giving him his credit. To be honest, 
and don't worry it doesn't take away anything from you you just have to minimize the um uh, the, the potential for them to surprise you when you go in the ring but anyway um what, what else can i say in the fight i think that's it there's a lot to learn from that fight it's very inspirational to see both fighters even firm in the way he fought but especially pacquiao to be able to be like to be able to to fight like that at his age and stuff it 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 is scary like it's actually intimidating but i'm like damn like a person can do that a person can actually do that so you can be young and do that for sure and i don't see nothing else but something to take you know what I'm saying? Just always be watching these guys thinking, what can I learn? What can I learn? What can I learn? What can I learn? Because if you can have that aspect, if you can have that um trait about yourself, it's just impossible that in 10 years time, five years time, that all of it is not going to build up. You know what I'm saying? Like we're on this podcast to, to, to craft champions, as I say, make masters and you're going to be wise. So I hope, I hope training is going to go in well. I see you on the next episode of the Champset Podcast. Stay focused, let's get Champs up.